You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Who's football? If you put any ounce of effort into betting on the NFL draft with research, (laughs) you will win. Joe knows baseball. Am I insane for making the case for a pitcher fifth and expert, fifth in strikeout rate at 31%, but Robbie Ray is 101. Joe knows basketball. (laughs) Jokic is down to eight to one. Before the year started, I grabbed him at 33 to one. Joe O knows the answers to your sports betting questions on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Rawr. There it is. Welcome back. <laughs> BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe Gier, and Hawksworth, presented, of course, by BetMGM. And you heard it. It's time for Joe O's sports betting questions to Joe. Um, I mean, that's, I don't know. What's my favorite one in there? Is it the baseball, the Robbie Ray? Is it the NFL draft one? They're all good. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't know because you start laughing and I was going to say you laugh at the football, but I think that's just because the open starting and you know, what's what's about to go. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're you're about to. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. It's funny. It's my new favorite part of this football season. We spent the entire break breaking down Bears Texans. I mean, we're just sick about the NFL. It's so ridiculous. Was, we didn't take a break from the show. We, we did a Bears Texans thing on the break. <laughs> yeah, probably literally the worst game on the board. Like we were all in on it. Like just some stuff that we each, some of us didn't know that we didn't realize about these two teams. Like we're, we're taking some deep dives on a Wednesday during the break. So let's ridiculous. let's start there. I mean, okay. we're in Chicago. Well, you are, at least. I am, too. But let's start there. We, what did you discover a lot about Bears and Texans? Yeah. Man. Okay, so we've talked to some national football observers that have said that Davis Mills is better than people give him credit for. And I understand where they're coming from. And, Paul, they were a frustrating team for us. Like, yeah. We would back them, and and then when we would back them, we'd be wrong on them, and then you'd go away from them, and then they'd cover these ridiculous numbers when everything was set up to go against them. Davis Mills, is he good? I think this started yesterday on the show. We were saying, which team has a quarterback advantage? I don't know. I'm not sure. But I'll tell you, when I look at the Davis Mills splits, I want to lean fields who's gone against what we think will be two of the better defenses in the NFL in San Francisco and Green Bay in a brand new system. So do we know everything there is to know about the Bears offense yet? I I would lean no with a new OC. I don't think the offensive coordinator trusts him right now. But is he better? I'll say this. Mills is awesome at home. Been great. Like, if you compare his home numbers in a sample size of seven or eight games for each, he's Burrow or Rodgers at home. It's a quarterback rating of 108. Yards per attempt is 7-7. 
And then if you look at his road splits, God, is he bad? We're talking 14 touchdowns, one interception at home, four touchdowns, nine interceptions on the road. Joji, it's so bad that I was looking up the quarterback ratings from last year, and if I go to the very bottom of all the qualified quarterbacks, his number's worse than that. I had to remove the qualifying so I can go down to Tim Boyle, who also has a quarterback rating of 63. Like that's how bad so, he is. He he's back up in the league. So just to to add some context, so I looked up who they played yeah. last year. So we know this year who they played week one at home. Uh, Indianapolis at home week one, he played well, right? They tied the game, and then they went to Denver in week two. Historically, a tough place to play. Denver's defense pretty good. Um, last year, just looking through their schedule, they did have tough road spots at Cleveland, at Buffalo, at Indianapolis, which is a division game mm-hmm. anyway. At Arizona, playoff team at Miami. Um, at San Francisco. A couple tough defenses. Okay, a few yeah. tough defenses. Okay. Yeah, so I think – and then they had, they had Seattle at home. Their tougher games were certainly on the road outside of division last year. So mm-hmm. – but it is it is stark, though. It shouldn't be that stark. That's – it's stark. It's way different. Yeah. And you you do also expect younger players to struggle on the road, yeah. right? But sure. the other part is he's – what about the part that he's great – He's elite. <laughs> that, that's the other thing. I don't care who you're going against. In a sample size of seven, eight games, a young quarterback is elite against some NFL defenses. That's something. OG Plus wants to know if you think Mills is better than Fields. Yeah, I mean, I... I do. Mm. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Throws- I just think he's he throws the ball better. I mean, is Justin Fields ever impressed as a thrower yet in the NFL? Let me ask you this no. way, and, and I will say that you c- cannot bring the argument that Fields doesn't have much around him because what does Field what does uh, Mills have around him? Nothing. Nothing. And, and the coaching is worse with Houston. I mean, cl- the guy had Coley last year. He's got Luffy this year. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really bad. Um, Hmm. Which player would you have moving forward? I think that's a more that's a better question. I'd rather if I had to take one right now and, and hope and bet, I would take Fields. I would hope and bet you know on the, Fields still. But I you know but if you had to win a game now. Sunday, Sunday I'd I'd take take Mills if I had to win a game Sunday. You know you know what the hope is now, right? You're here in Chicago with Fields, right? After watching Monday, the hope now Hurts. is can he be Jalen Hurts? Yeah. The Eagles passed on uh, Fields last year. There was a lot of discussion in Philadelphia. Should they take him, right? Because they had Hurts off of just playing four games his rookie year. Wentz was out. They had a pick. They, they passed on. They didn't take him. Um, yeah, that. I think that would be a good outcome for the Bears at this point if he's Hurts. I'm going to say – I'll still say Fields. I'll still say Fields. I want to see what it looks like. This is going to be his easiest matchup by far of the year. So I would take a look there. And I, I do think he's going to pass more. There, Those might be the two toughest defenses that they face this season. So I, I'm giving him a bit of a break uh, there. And And Paul was bringing up some great numbers about the Bears' offensive line thus far and how they're winning, right? I was – shocked when I was just looking around at some stats this morning. But yeah, so pass block win rate uh, stat over at ESPN. So pass rush win rate is up there too as well. So 
highest pass block win rate as a tackle. Larry Borum, number seven, Bears tackle. Uh, Mm -hmm. Braxton Jones, also on that list. He's number five. As a guard, Cody Whitehair, number one. Best pass block win rate in the NFL right now. 100%. Wow. And as a center, Sam Mustafer tied for first at 100% for a center with pass block win rate. So pretty good. And then, oh, by the way, Lucas Patrick, who I guess is a guard for them. Got to be honest, didn't know that. Uh, He is third as far as a run block win rate as a guard. So So how much is that is Green Bay getting gashed? Yeah, they did in week one as well, though. So, I mean, it could just be a – yeah. So uh, Oh, okay. So it's more of a Green Bay thing than a Bears thing. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know. Um, That's interesting. And then in the first game – in the first game, could you get any footing? Like, is there context to this, right? Mm, yeah, that's a good point. It's hmm. It just that that was looked at as a big weakness on the team coming in. So those numbers are sure. are alarming and certainly noteworthy. Stack a dollar has a question for tomorrow night. He wants to know if you yeah. think Kareem Hunt can go over forty two and a half rushing yards. I pulled up his game log. Um, Week one, 46, and week two, 58. So that was against the Panthers and the Jets. Uh, and he's at rushing, right? Yeah. So it's always about the volume. Yeah. I mean, Chubb, yeah. we were going over the rushing leader. And as far as volume, Chubb is uh, near the top. He's getting a yep. ton of uh, usage there. And it, it's always about game flow. Now, now they're going to make sure Kareem Hunt gets his series. Uh, the first two games, I'm a little worried about the volume. It's been 11 and 13 carries. So that's that's the big part there. Man, the, the Watt thing, just no Watt there. You, you would think there's some sort of advantage. Not a player that really jumps out to me. But I'll, I'd add that if you think Cleveland's going to take control, if you're with the betting market as this number has been jumping up throughout the week, then yes. I'd be more willing to lean on the Browns run game because you don't want to trust Brissett too much. He was good this weekend, but do you think he's really going to be able to back that up? Uh, If you think the Browns are going to control this game, yes, I I would take a look at Chubb and Hunt because you don't have to beg them to to run the ball more. That's clearly the strength of that offense. This one's interesting. Shane 50 GT. Will the team winning the AFC South have over or under eight wins? <laughs> it's an over. It's an over. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I was I was staring at that Colts win total of seven and a half. The, after over. two games. Yeah. Of course. They were of ten course. and a half before the season. It was nine and a half or ten and a half. We've gone way too far on this, haven't we? Yeah. Now, well, that's now, what a shutout will do. A shutout in the NFL yeah. smacks you in the face. God, they always get their butts kicked down there. This has been going on for seven, eight years. They can't win. I think it's a seven-year losing streak down there in Jacksonville. They always think. They can't figure it out. And this year, they're, they're a dome team, and they're playing in the heat to start the season. I just think this is an over-adjustment. Now, I'm concerned, and this is not the time where I would jump in on futures because I think the Chiefs are going to take care of the Colts, and they're going to be sitting there 0-2-1 after week number three. And over the course of the season, they have a soft schedule. Mm -hmm. 
But he asked about the AFC South. Yeah, I, I get the point. Remove the Texans, remove the Titans. It's about the Colts or the Jaguars. Can either of them go 9-8? and eight? One of them will. Good luck figuring out the team. You know, I, I still agree with the betting market. The Colts are favored to win that division. I still think they're going to win that division. Now, maybe the time to bet them would be after Sunday. Love it. Yeah. That might be the buy point. They lose to the Colts, uh, they lose yeah. to the Chiefs on Sunday. Buy point for the division, buy point for the win total. That might be it. That might be your best spot to buy the Colts. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Beck UL Daily on the other side. We'll dive in NFL live movement teaser looks for week three across. Like, that's next on the Beck UL Network.